But as I came over, the Lord wanted me to just go to Psalm 3 and, and 4 and 5 and just commentate on it. So, you know, he runs things around here. And so, uh, and so we obey him and we'll get to that other message another time. Psalm, the third chapter. And uh, David uh, was in a low time. Has anybody ever been in a low time? And he was in a low time. I mean, his, his son actually was uh, against him, per, pursuing him against him. You know, there's times all kinds of folks will come against you. Did you know that? And, and uh, uh, his son, Absalom, was, was coming against him. And uh, it's interesting, in Psalm 3, verse 1, he says, Lord, he says, how they have increased who trouble me. Think about that. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they. So think about that. David had many that were rising up against him. Many, not just a few, but many. Have you ever had people rise up against you? Have you ever had people rise up against you that you've been good to? And uh, here David has his own son rising up against him. And then he said, many are they who say of me. Did you know folks will say all kinds of stuff about you? Did you know that? How many of you know that? That folks will say all kinds of stuff. (laughs) Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Many are they who say of me. Now notice... Not just one or two, but many. There's many who were saying, notice what they said. They said, there is no help for him in God. Now, how many of you know that's a lie? I mean, it's true they said that, but what they said is a lie. How many of you know there's always hope in God? How many of you know there is? There's always hope in God. And they were saying of David... Many, not just a few, but many were saying there's no help for him in God. In other words, not even God could help this guy. He's in such bad shape that not even God could help him. Not even the Holy Ghost could turn it around. How many of you know God can turn it around? How many of you know the Holy Ghost is more than enough? How many of you know that everybody and their brother and their brother's brother and their aunt walk away from you? As long as you got the Holy Ghost, you're still in majority. Is that right? How many of you know the Bible said he'll never leave us nor forsake us? Glory to God. Every time I've driven on that lot, Holy Ghost out there when I pull up, Holy Ghost always meets me every single time. Amen. And then after that, Selah, which means stop and think about what he just said. Well, what did he just say? He said, many are they who say of me. Many Many were saying about David, we're talking about King David now, the man after God's own heart. Many were saying of him, there is no help for him in God. Can many people 
say the same thing and the same thing they're all saying is untrue. whole lot of people rising up against this man, telling lies about him and saying that not even God could help him. Oh, but God can help you. No matter how low you go, he'll get right down there with you and he'll help you. Did you hear me? No matter how dark it gets, he'll get right into darkness with you and when he shows up, light comes in. Amen? Is that right? How many of you know he'll be with you? Yeah, but I feel like I'm in the lion's den. Well, he can send an angel and shut the lion's mouth. Is that right? Oh, I feel like I'm in a fiery furnace. Yeah, but uh, he shows up in furnaces, doesn't he? They said of David, there is no help for him in God. But I'm here tonight to tell you that that's the only place that there is help, is in God. And as long as you're in Him, don't matter. You know what? It don't matter what they say. They're always going to have their jaw going and their lips smacking together, hot air blowing. Did you hear me? It don't make any difference what they say. There is help in God, and I'm staying in God. Did you hear me? I mean, I'm right in there with David. I mean, you know, they can... They can make all the telephone calls they want about me. They can do all the emailing and the forwarding and all of that they want. But I tell you what, I'm going to just stay buddied up with God. Amen. Did you hear me? Notice David, as we read on, we'll see he didn't listen. Well, he listened to it, but he didn't give heed to it. He didn't let... The naysayers get him down. I said he didn't let the naysayers get him down. You know there's lots of naysayers. You know what I mean by naysayer? Down in the mouth. Moaning and groaning. It's too hot in here. It's too cold in here. Seats are too soft. Seats are too hard. They're always crabbing, complaining about something. I stopped listening to that foolishness years ago. Did you hear me? I don't want to listen to whiners, do you? I want to listen to somebody that's got the word of God in their mouth. There is no help for him in God. I tell you what, when you start betting against God, you're betting against the wrong God. You hear me? They say there is no help for him in God... David didn't get moved by it. Notice his response. He didn't, he didn't respond and say, Oh my God, what are we going to do? There, there, there's no, there's no, not even any help for me and God. He didn't say that. Look at what verse 3. Notice how he responds with all those people lying about him and saying that not even God can help this man. Notice what he comes back and he says, But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my Glory and the one who lifts up my head. Glory to God. And I say the same thing. God Almighty, He's a shield for me. Glory to God. He's the glory and the lifter of my head. Amen. They can chew on me all they want. I've got God. Praise God. And He's my shield. He's my buckler. I've got the Word of God. I've got the glory of God. He's the glory. And He's the one that lifts up my head while everybody else is beating me down. Bless God. He comes along and He lifts me up. Glory to God. 
You know, every time I've had people come against me, I've always come out on the other side stronger, glory to God. Amen? But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, and the one who lifts up my head. You know, I've checked in years ago on these people who say there is no help for him in God. I I checked up on them years ago. I I don't check up on them anymore because they're all alike. People that say not even God could help that. You know what? Those people have never done anything substantial for God. They've never built anything for God. All they've ever done is tore things down. Do you know it takes no skill whatsoever to tear something down? And all those people do is they run there, they flap their gums, and not a single one of them, that, that, that these woe is me people, not a single one of them have ever accomplished anything for God. They've done nothing but cause trouble and problems. And I don't listen to those people. Can you say amen? I respond and say, O oh Lord, you are a shield for me, my glory, and the one who lifts up my head. Glory to God. And then verse 4, he said, I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he what? What did he do? Say it like you mean it now. He what? What did he do? Looks like God's still in the game with him. Is that right? Doesn't look like God left this man. He said, I cried to the Lord with my voice and he heard me from his holy hill. Selah. Think about that. All you people that said there's no help for me in God. I cried to the Lord and he's still listening. Amen. Glory to God. I cried to the Lord With my voice, he heard me from his holy hill. And then, notice this. I lay down and I slept. Pastor, don't you know so-and-so got on the telephone and said such-and-such about you? Don't you know so-and-so emailed so... Don't you know so-and-so forwarded this... You know what? While they're doing all that, you know, I'm laying down taking a nap. Don't bother me a bit. I said, don't bother me a bit. Yeah, pastor, they're chewing on you. Well, I tell you what, they chewed on Jesus too, didn't they? They chewed on David, didn't they? Did they chew on Peter, James, and John, huh? Did they chew on the apostle Paul? (laughs) You don't even qualify to be a man of God unless you've been chewed on by people. You don't even qualify to be a man of God unless people have told lies about you, unless people have spread rumors on you. You don't even qualify to be a man of God. But you know what a man of God does? A man of God walks under the power of God and just pays no attention to that foolishness. And in the process of time, God vindicates him. Amen. Glory to God. I cried to the Lord. He heard me from his holy hill. And what's David doing? I'm just going to go take a nap. Don't you know so-and-so got on the phone and said that people shouldn't come listen to you preach anymore. I'm taking a nap. I figured this one, anybody that's foolish enough to listen to somebody, you know, if if those people would just spend half as much time praying as they do on the phone, wouldn't we be a lot better off? Yeah, pastor, they said so-and-so. 
I laid down and I what? I slept. And then you know what? I woke up for the Lord had what? The Lord had what? What did He do? Come on, say it like you mean it now. He what? Doesn't look like He gave up on this guy. Amen. Yeah, but so-and-so said so-and-so. Well, how do we respond? We lay down and sleep in the Lord. Amen. The Bible says he gives his beloved sleep. Is that right? No sense in staying awake listening to what ding-dongs are saying about you. Is that right? How many has ever had a ding-dong say anything bad about you beside me, huh? You know what you do? Let's see if we can get this all in unison. What do we do? Huh? That's one time it's okay to snore in church. Is that right? Yeah, but pastor, don't you know, don't you, but pastor, don't you know. I lay me down and I slept and then I woke up for the Lord. What did he do while I was sleeping? He was sustaining me. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Isn't that wonderful? Praise God forevermore. Amen. Isn't Jesus wonderful? I will not be afraid of how many thousands? Ten thousand. That's a lot of people, isn't it? Who have showed up to throw me a party? No, who have what? Set themselves against me all around. I tell you what, I wouldn't want to be one of those ten thousand, would you? Because I, I think there's another psalm where the psalmist is writing and said, though a thousand fall at my side and ten thousand at my... Well, that's the ten thousand he's talking about. And he said, though a thousand fall at my side and these ten thousand that gathered against this man, if we read Psalm 91, what do we find out about them? They, they go down, don't they? Huh? They fall, don't they? Now, they may not fall in a day, in a week, in a month or a year, but eventually people that come against a Christian that's doing his best to serve God, they'll fall eventually. Did you hear me? Now, I tell you what, I've never had 10,000s come against me. But he said that, that he would not be afraid of ten thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. And I've never seen that before, but just, just right here, I just saw it, that those ten thousand, what do we know about those ten thousand? Ten thousand in Psalm 91 said they what? They fell, didn't they? Didn't they? And I'd never seen that before. I'd just stand here teaching. Why? Because they came against a man of God here who had a good and right heart. Was David perfect? No. Absolutely not. Did, 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 did he one time mess up with pornography, did he? Yeah. Did he commit adultery? Yeah. Did, did, did he conspire murder at one point? Yeah. But did he repent? And did God still use him? So we don't need to be afraid of anybody who rises up against us. And then uh, chapter, or verse 7, here we're in chapter 3, verse 7. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. For, and now we're going to see why they fell. For you have, what did he do? 
struck all my enemies on the cheekbone. I would not want God to hit me in the jaw. And then he goes on and says, you've broken the teeth of the ungodly. You know, I'm just going to share my heart with you. You know some of the meanest people I've run into in my life is Christians. Shouldn't Christians be the sweetest? But you know, those, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you've grown up spiritually. Did you hear me? And then he says, salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing is upon your people. Think about that. Now he wanted us to go on and get uh, chapter 4, so let's go on. Hear me when I call, O God, of my righteousness. Remember, our righteousness is of the Lord. Is that right? You have relieved me in my distress. How many has ever been in distress? How many has ever felt like they couldn't go another day? Besides me. Now somebody put both hands up. But who relieves our distress? God does. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long, O you sons of men, will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love worthlessness and seek falsehood? You know, I've run into Christians that have more fun gossiping than they do studying the Bible. Isn't that sad? I've been doing this a long time, and, and I've run into so many Christians that if they've, spent, if they've spent five minutes in true prayer the last 15 years, I don't know it. But I know they've spent hours gossiping and running folks down. Sad, isn't it? But know that the Lord has set apart for himself him who is godly. So they can just keep on, whoever they are, they can just keep right on doing what they're doing. But you know what? I'm going to live godly. I'm going to do right. The best. I'm not perfect, but I'm going to do the best I can. And the Bible says he sets those folks apart from those others. The Lord will hear when I call to him. Isn't that wonderful? And then he says something in verse 4 that I think we ought to listen to. Pastor, when folks... Rise up against you, say stuff about you that's not true, or this or that or the other. Uh, do you ever get angry? Well, have you ever gotten angry? If you're human, I bet you've gotten angry. But there's something I've learned to do over the years, is that second part there, be angry and do not what? Sin. You know, you can be angry and not sin. And I've learned this over the years that when, when folks come against you, and they will if you do anything for God, I'm not, and not just preachers, but any Christian that does anything for God, uh, they're gonna, they'll come against you, they'll, they'll do things. And you can get angry, but just don't sin when you do. Just don't sin when you do. Don't retaliate back. If you retaliate back, that, that's sin now. Don't do it. 
yeah, but they said such and such about me and I'm just going to respond in kind. No, don't get down there on their level. I said, don't get down there on their level. Jesus said that when you're smote on the one cheek, what do you do? Turn the other also. Is that right? And I didn't understand that for years. And, he, and, and one time just up teaching, he showed me right in the middle of a service what he was talking about there because somebody had asked me, does that mean we're just supposed to be a punching bag for the world? No, no, no. When they smite you, on the, when they hit you on the one cheek, you turn the other because, you see, if, if when they hit you on the one cheek, if you put the boxing gloves on, then, then you're fighting for yourself. But if you turn the other cheek, then guess who puts... Boy, this fits, doesn't it? Then guess who puts his boxing gloves on? God does, and then he smites... Didn't we just read? He smites them where? On the jawbone. Is that right? On the cheekbone. Is that right? Is that right? So we can be angry... But we do not sin. We don't respond in kind. We don't get down there on their level. But we turn the other cheek and when we, and we walk in love. We lay down. Instead of, instead of figuring out how we're going to retaliate, we just go, 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 go take a nap. Let the Lord sustain us. And when we're doing that, what is He doing? He's putting on His boxing gloves. And you know something else I've learned about the Lord? Uh, it takes him, oh, listen to me, it takes him a long time to get those gloves on because he's patient and he's long-suffering and, and, and he'll give people time to repent. I said he gives them time to repent. See, a lot of times we wonder why he doesn't vindicate us in two, three, four days, weeks, months, years, because it takes him a long time to put those gloves on, those boxing gloves. You hear me? Because he's a good God. And he's slow. He's slow to anger. But I tell you what. He, the Bible says, vengeance is mine. I will repay. And I'm just telling you, in the process of time, those people, if they do not repent and God gets those gloves on, I'm telling you, what did we just read? He will hit them. And where will he hit them? On the cheekbone. cheekbone. And I don't, oh my God, just think about God striking on the cheekbone. So can we be angry and sin not? Yes. And we don't respond, do we? We let him do the responding. Meditate. Now look at verse 4. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. And, and the scripture comes to be, me that says, Be still and know that I am God. Right? And, and, and then there's another time, time where the people sought God and they did everything they knew to do and the enemy was coming against them. Remember? And, 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 and that's where he said, be still, know that I'm God. And then he, he, he said, be still. And then he went, wasn't it with Jehoshaphat? How many remembers with Jehoshaphat? And, and, and the armies were coming out against them and they set themselves to seek the Lord. And, and, and he goes on to say that, 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 that be still. And he said, I'll fight your battles for you. Isn't that right? Isn't that like Second Chronicles 20 or something like that? Isn't that right? Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. Think about that. Let's just be still. And then offer the sacrifices of righteousness. Let's just keep living right. Amen? Let's keep doing right. And put your trust. Where do we put our trust? In the Lord. In the Lord. Oh, don't trust in man. Man will let you down. Trust in the Lord. He'll never let you down. There are many who say... 
Who will show us any good? Lord, lift up the light of your countenance upon us. You have put gladness in my heart. Well, how many likes that? You have put gladness in my heart. See, if you'll do these things and let just, just keep walking right, keep living right, gladness will rise up in your heart. You'll be glad you did. You'll be glad you did. More than in the season that your grain and wine increased. Think about that. Think about that. In other words, if you'll do these things that we're talking about here tonight, it'll, be, it'll cause more gladness in your heart than, than financial increase. And then I will both lie down in peace and what? And sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Amen. And then he wanted me to get this last, this last one. So let's look at chapter 5. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Give heed to the voice of my cry. My King and my God, for to you I will pray. See, we just need to keep looking to God. Keep your eyes on God. My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you, and I will, I will what? I will do what? Do what? Look, look which way? Look up. Oh, let's be a church that keeps looking up. Let's be a church that keeps looking up. Keeps looking up. Keep our because when we're looking up, our eyes are on God. Our eyes are on Jesus. Is that right? Looking, the Bible said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Let's keep looking up. Let's let's stay upbeat. Let's stay encouraged. Why? Why? Because we got every reason in the world to be encouraged. Glory to God. In the morning, I'll direct it to you. I will look up. For you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness, nor shall evil dwell with you. Uh, something, you know, we were talking a, a while ago about Christians who backbite and gossip and all that, and they think they're walking with God. Did you know you can't walk with God and do that kind of stuff? Now, you can be saved, all right, and do that kind of stuff, but you can't walk with God and do that kind of stuff. Did you get what I just said? How many got what I just said? You can't walk with God and do that kind of stuff. You, you can be saved all right and do that kind of stuff, but you can't walk with God. I want to walk with God. How about you? Verse 5, the boastful shall not stand in your sight. The boastful shall not stand in your sight. That's the proud. The Bible says God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. The boastful shall not stand in your sight. Pride goes before a fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. Isn't that what got Lucifer who became Satan? Isn't that what got him in trouble? It was pride, wasn't it? And you got to be watchful. You don't want to hang... Did you know pride is contagious? How many of you know it is? You know pride is one of the most subtle of the sins. 
It, 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 it's, it's, it, it's something that it, it's so subtle people can be in pride and they not even realize it. And one thing, that you, one thing that is a telltale sign of someone who is in pride is they have what, what is called commonly the eye disease. Remember Lucifer, he said, I will ascend, I will, I will be like the Most High, I will sit in the Congress. He had an eye disease, didn't he? Be watchful of people that are centering on themselves. You want to hang around people that have their eyes on Jesus. You want to hang around people that are looking up to Jesus. Is that right? Can you, can you say amen? amen? Be watchful. Pride is very subtle. And, and God resists the proud. The boastful shall not stand in your sight. You hate all workers of iniquity. You shall destroy those who... Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Verse 6. You shall destroy those who what? Who speak what? Falsehood. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into your house. How many is going to keep coming, coming, coming to the house of God? I'll come into your house in the multitude of your mercy. In the fear of you I will worship toward your holy temple. Lead me, O Lord. That's my prayer. Lead me, O Lord. Lead me. I'm like Moses. If, if the Spirit of God doesn't go, if the presence of God doesn't go, I don't want to go. Lead me. I'm looking to Him. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. I tell you what, when you've got those like 10,000 coming against you here, this coming against you there, that coming against you, it's real easy to, to, to lose your way. It's real easy to lose your way. So we must do what? We must look up and keep our eyes on Jesus so that we don't lose our way. Our prayer must be, lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is destruction. Their throat is an open tomb. They flatter with their tongue. Pronounce them guilty, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against, against you. Get a hold of that. If you're walking with God and you're doing all you know to do to walk with Him and people start coming against you and running you down and this and that and the other, uh, you have to remember, they're not, and, I, and I've had to learn this, is that because uh, my wife and I, we've been studying on Moses and, and we've been studying on him for the last many, many, many weeks. And uh, uh, I mean, they came against that man. I mean, and we studied some weeks ago about it on a Wednesday night. And remember, I mean, he, 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 I mean, the power of God in this man's life, and, and the people kept griping and moaning and groaning, didn't they? And at one time he said, if the Lord do a new thing and open up, the ground open up and swallows core up, and remember the ground open up, swallowed him up, and the next day, the next morning, the people were talking bad about him. Is that right? Is, is, is that correct? Now, now is that right? And, and, and again and again, see, those people, they, they were coming against 
Moses, but they were really rebelling against who? Against God, because Moses was his servant. And so if you're walking with God and doing all you know to do and people come against you, you know, I've had to learn this, that, that, that I don't take it personal. I just realize if they're coming against, you know, I've had people get mad at things I've, I've said just right, reading the Bible. They're not rejecting me. They've rejected the Word of God. And so you just have to, you can't take it personal. You just have to go right on down the road. Can you say amen? amen. But let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Amen. Well, we need to be rejoicing. Is that right? How many, how many are you trusting in Jesus? Amen. Well, you ought to be rejoicing. Is that right? Let them ever shout for joy because you what? Defend them. We have a reason to be joyful, don't we? Let all those Rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him as with a shield. Glory to God. I'm glad I came tonight. How about you? Ushers, come. We're going to receive tithes and offerings and then we're going to stand and make a confession of faith based on this right here. And then we'll be... uh, I almost said then we'll be deceased. (laughs) Then we'll be dismissed. Amen. Anybody need an envelope? Raise your hand real high if you need a... (laughs) If you need an envelope, raise your hand if you're making out a check, Summit Church or SC. Father, we thank you for your goodness, for your mercy. We thank you for this opportunity to receive tithes and offerings as a people of faithful be tithers and givers, we know you're faithful to bless them back accordingly. We call the needs of the people, the needs of the church met, not only met, but abundantly so. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Just so you know, this last month was one of the best financial months we've ever had. Hallelujah. Isn't Jesus wonderful? I said, isn't Jesus wonderful? (laughs) Can you say amen? Glory to God. Let's receive the tithes and the offerings. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God forevermore. Isn't Jesus wonderful? You can receive the tithes and offerings and stand stand up if you would. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, yeah, here's, here's one, fellas. You need to get this in. I need to get this in there. Here, put that in. I'm sorry. I almost forgot. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Glory to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, now we're going to conclude by worshiping God. Just here for a moment. Glory to God. It says, Let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. You will surround him as with a shield. Praise God. So let's just by faith, let's raise our voice right before we're dismissed. And let's worship him and let's be joyful. Praise God. Lord, we bless you. We magnify you. We glorify you. 
We give you honor. We give you praise. We give you glory. We're joyful. Praise God. Let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Lord, I trust in you. So I'm going to rejoice. Bless God. I'm going to shout for joy. Glory to God. Shout for joy. Shout for joy because you defend us. Glory to God. Let all those who love your name. How many loves the name of the Lord? Well, let's be joyful. Glory to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. For He blesses the righteous, bless God, with favor. He surrounds us as with a shield. Glory to God. 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 Glory.